This is a HeadGum Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Cheryl. <sighs> Tig. Heavy topic. Woo. Heavy topic. This it, is, it is a heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we hardly ever stick to the topic. So we, so we do veer off. Yeah, we, we avoided a lot of... We avoid with a lot of nonsensical... Yeah. Um, you know, nicknames that we were called in school and things like that. Yeah, so let's give the people what they want. <laughs> which is a new episode of Tig and Cheryl True Story. A comedy <laughs> podcast. Keep that in mind. Keep, you keep, might be you guys. a first-time listener tuning in. Yes, and you're like, what? What? Why am I listening to? What the heck? Yeah, ladies and jerks, welcome to Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid 2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. <laughs> we're waving to each other. Yeah, we're waving. Listen, we have, like, we have a very uh, serious subject matter today, which we all, almost always do. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say we almost always have a serious topic. Uh, we have at times covered some yes. serious topics. Yes, yes. But a lot of times it's things like J Lo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We have some uh, or Tig. You know the documentary about me. But that's pretty serious. Netflix. I know. I was just trying to plug my. Oh, I see. I see. Even Tickled. Remember Tickled, which sounded like it was going to be hilarious. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's not funny. What are we doing? Memory lane? <laughs> oh. Can I just tell you what? That would be that would be a funny thing. If we, we could just do go down next everyone's hits, <laughs> we could tee up and be like, remember this, and then blah blah blah, and then go into it. But we did have a funny moment in Tickled where we couldn't stop laughing. We did? I don't remember that. I think so. When we were talking about actually tickling each other. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I, I do know. remember that because I don't. I don't want to. I don't I want. Well, you didn't have to launch into <laughs> such a serious vibe. I don't. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna tell you something that happened. Mm. Just like being a mom, that's 
kind of hilarious and wait till your kids get older. Hmm. So I walk into the kitchen the other night, like at midnight-ish. My daughter and three of her friends are videotaping themselves. I guess there's like a challenge now where you <laughs> you drink you get you drink some water, but you keep it in your mouth, and then you slap each other with a a tortilla. <laughs> and the first person that does a spit take and you know spits out their water loses. Wait, why would I have to wait till my kids get older? <laughs> That's true. I mean, what you're describing sounds about right on par with six years old. Right. Well, when they're eighteen, oh, just wait till your kid is eighteen, <laughs> and, they, and they can get their own tortillas out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you guys in the middle of something? They're, you know, they're all nodding, like, yeah, kind of, but come on in anyway. <laughs> And then did you join in? No, I actually didn't. I wasn't invited, to be honest. Uh But it was okay to just be a spectator at that sport. But I was also thinking our next live show. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas, make a note. Thomas is holding water in her mouth and slapping each other with a tortilla (laughs) while we videotape each other. I don't, I was like, who, I said, did you guys think this up? And they're like, no, it's like, it's out there. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> Were you trying to um, crown your child a yeah. genius? Yeah, I was like, okay. whoa, cat. Did, did you, you come, come up with this? this on your own? <laughs> no, uh-uh, somebody else did. Uh, we have so many live streaming show options. We, we need to plan our next live streaming We really streaming do, show. we really do. We do have yeah. a lot of things to get to in that. And list. we should do like a voting thing of what do you want to oh, see the most. That's good because that that's what our um, best of show sort of turned yeah. out to be, which was exciting. Yeah. Like the listeners wrote in and, um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we gave the people what they want. <laughs> yeah. And so this will be, do you want, the, yeah, what, whatever it is right. you want. Right. Um, and I bet we have a good five options on there, Thomas. Is that right? There are eight oh. options. <laughs> so eight different options. <laughs> what are they, Thomas? Oh, Just no. to... Dancing, a uh, <laughs> sex show, <laughs> wrestling. Sex show? <laughs> Wait, sex show? Remember I have Madonna's sex book and we were going to just talk about Madonna's sex book. What? Is there more to it, Thomas, or is there a sex- It was the idea was a live sex show. I don't know that it got <laughs> fleshed out beyond that. <laughs> we can't just go on and promote Madonna's book. All right. Well, oh, we could give, we could give. Oh, we were going to give advice. away the book. Oh, right, right, right. I, if I can find it now, it's like, I don't know where it is, but go ahead. Okay. okay the else? sex. Wrestling. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Easy. Uh, becoming blood brothers. Oh, oh yeah! Prick our fingers and, and become blood s- brothers. S- okay. Or Cheryl is a psychic in a tent, and we invite five people over. I do want to do that. I definitely <laughs> okay. think I could nail that. Okay. Uh, pie eating contest. Oh no! Oh yes, <laughs> yes. What's your favorite pie? Key lime. Okay, oh. mine's pumpkin. Ew. I mean, I'm, excuse me, pumpkin. What do you mean, ooh? <laughs> well, just uh, eating a, a pumpkin pie without your 
with your hands tied behind your back sounds so... Oh, and a key lime pie <laughs> is... Okay, what else, Thomas? Slapping uh, with a tortilla? Uh, yeah, holding water in mouths and slapping each other with tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's got to be at the top of the list. I bet people are going to want to see um, pie eating, too. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. How about while you're eating the pie, I'm cutting your hair. <laughs> while I'm eating the pie, you're cutting my hair. Whatever. We have a lot of options. We've got things And to... we need to put that online to see what yes, the next what people uh, live see. show. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, listen. We should get right to it. Right. Today... We are talking about the documentary, Keep, Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Mm -hmm. It's a 2022 docuseries directed by Rachel Jetson. It profiles the polygamous sect of Mormonism known as the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints, its leader, Warren Jeffs, and several survivors of the group's practices. Keep, Sweet, Pray, and Obey is available to watch on Netflix. Do you think they purposefully made it similar to what, what was the Julia Roberts? Eat, pray, love. Oh, eat. You know what I thought it was? I was thinking about this. What? And I was so sure about it that I didn't even look it up. I thought it was eat, sleep, pray. Well, that's your daily schedule. <laughs> why, does she why does she need to travel to another country to sleep? She wouldn't. Yeah. Julia Roberts. What is it called? Eat, eat pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Right. So, do you think they were trying? They were. Well, you know, that's not her true story. <laughs> that's not her. <laughs> In my mind, it's a documentary about Julia Roberts. Okay. All right. And she goes to Italy, and she she eats so much pasta, it's hard for her to button her pants. <laughs> a pasta, a mamma mia, and a meatball, a meatball. Uh, so, but do you think it was meant to be sort of similar to that? It reminded me of that. Is it just because pray is in a list of words? It's like three things, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's a lot. Listen, there's a lot. There's a lot. That was a lot. Did you watch it in one sitting? I watched three of them in one sitting. Okay. I thought there were three. Uh-oh. And so I was going to watch three in one sitting. And then I watched... Four in one sitting. Yeah. That was like me watching The Staircase a hundred years ago. I thought it was You watched like one all episode. of them back to back? Well, I didn't know how long it was. I thought it was like, oh, I'll just... <laughs> and then it was like, oh my God, there's another one. I was like, Tick, why didn't you tell me? It was like eight hours long or something. Yeah. No, but this isn't that long. This is just a four... It's four episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's really well done. And it's... um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. It definitely has that cult-like – we've done several documentaries about cults in this yeah. felt-like yeah. in that world. Have you been close to Mormons or mm. – one of my best friends, childhood to now, she was raised Mormon, and um, but she's not – she's no longer – But when you were kids together, she was? Um, It's hard to – because you don't really talk about it as kids who's talking about religion. Well, no, because it was definitely a thing of like, there was talk and like, oh, you know, she's Mormon. Oh, and like, she's Mormon. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, it's kids that age that are even whispering about somebody being something. They don't even really they don't even know, know what that means. What Mormon is. They just know that there's, 
that it's like a weird religion in people's <laughs> eyes, you know? In their eyes. Well, I did. I mean, one of my friends in high school was Mormon, but I didn't really know anything other than he didn't right. drink uh, caffeine. Yeah, that was like her. Like that's she a weird religion, but okay. Yeah, same thing with her. And when you say, was she Mormon when we were kids, I would say she had a lot of pushback with religion and her the upbringing that was going on. In this uh, film, they really are focusing on the fundamentalists. Yes, yes. So Warren Jeffs... Is the Pope-like leader. Why are fundamentalists always... So extreme. ...where the problem is? I know, because people get so extreme. I know. As soon as you hear somebody... Like, just when you said, well, this was the fundamentalists. And anytime there is that part... Yeah. It's like, well, they were fundamentalists. They were fundament Fundamentalists. <laughs> Then you're then you immediately go oh, oh, oh those yeah guys. the fundamentalists yeah oh fundamentalists oh, they like break oh, off they're you know yeah oh okay they're fundamental <laughs> they're, you know it's such an interesting part yeah. of things where things get weird yeah because they're like beyond weird it's, abusive it's hard it's it yeah well yeah in this case for sure but I mean. Yeah. You know, there are people that, oh God. Abuse that aren't Yeah, I mean, we don't need to but, get bogged down with religion. But if you talk about right. the Bible, some people are like, oh, no, seriously, the sea did part. And it's like, okay, well, maybe it's, um, you know, symbolic of something other than that. And that didn't really happen. Nope, it did. <laughs> Parted. But anyway, we will not get bogged down. We will. We might. We might get bogged down. With religion? This whole thing's religion. That's what I was about to say. If we get bogged down with anything, it should be with... Religion. (laughs) So, Warren Jeffs. Okay. He was... We don't want to spill any beans. The fundamental uh, Latter-day Saints... Or the FLDS, they call themselves an extreme offshoot of the Mormon Church, and his father Rulin Jeffs was the original leader. Mm-hmm. Which also, I it was unclear to me how is he the leader? Once again, it's like how does a cult? I'm not saying this is a cult, but how does even a religion get started? How does a cult get started? That one person is like, yes. well, somebody grows a beard, typically. <laughs> It seems like all you have to do is say, God, talk to me. And it's like, oh, really? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, I want God to talk to me, but I'll listen to you since you have a direct line. Well, you're typically surrounded by people that are searching or easily right, influenced. Right. And you you start, you know, like I said, you grow your beard. You start, <laughs> I guess they didn't have beards. <laughs> that was, that's the first thing you do. First things first. No, because what's beard. about, what about, what's his name? The cult leader in the Speedo. He didn't have a beard. Okay, well, I can't remember his face. My memory doesn't work that long. <laughs> I, just, I just, here's what I remember about cult leaders. That guy mm-hmm. in a Speedo, the other guy in his gym shorts and socks. But you, you know there's cult leaders that have beards. People grow beards and then... And then start a cult. Look, I like a beard. I don't have a problem with a beard. <laughs> it makes somebody look very wise, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't have to shave for you people. 
But, you know, when you look that wise, people are like, oh, we should probably listen to what this person has to say because they're very wise. And then that person's like, yeah, yeah, listen to me. So it started with Rulon. Rulon? Rulon. I don't remember. Oh, this is what was weird. Okay. So you have... Yeah, tell us the weird part. <laughs> well, you have people talking about this guy, Rulon, and they said he was a prophet and he was never going to die. Hmm. And they were like, this guy is the real deal. Never mm-hmm. going to die. And this is in recent years. Yes. In recent history. Recent years. And uh, I don't want to spell beans, but. Spill them. He died. And people were like. Should we wrap up there? <laughs> we do have to take a okay, break. But there's, that's not the whole story. That's not even the beginning <laughs> of the story. Okay. 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 We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. And if you're tuning in for the first time, this is a comedy podcast, yeah. okay? Oh, please. Yeah. If you're hoping to learn anything about Mormonism or documentaries or people. Anything. <laughs> Just, it's, this is a comedy show. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True True Story. Story. And we're talking about um, keep sweet, pray, and obey. Okay. So this guy, uh, Rulin, he had, God, 64 wives. And first of all, I just have to say he was ruling everything. Oh, you are really coming in hot with your puns these days. (laughs) And you always seem really proud of them. I love a pun. Do you? You hate a pun. You hate a pun? I hate a pun. Isn't that the lowest form of comedy, they say? I don't know who says it. Yeah, who's talking about me behind my back? I don't know. I guess. Listen, it's cute. You know, do you ever watch like reruns of Sex in the City? You know how many times they do something like I that? I didn't watch them the first time around. Oh, you didn't? No. Uh, Cheryl. Girlfriend, I have to call you back. I am watching Sex in the City. <laughs> and then when they came back with their their last season and it was like, they were all acting like they were a hundred years old, and I'm like, oh god, why are they? They need walkers, they hip replacements, they get the ear, they can't hear. It's like, okay, guys, settle. They really? Yeah, there was a lot of like, I'm so old. Yeah, and it was like, what is happening? Why are you guys? Anyway, um, back to okay, Warren Jeffs. Okay. So the thing is, this guy, Rulin. Uh-huh. decided the more wives you have, uh-huh. the closer to God you'll be and you will definitely be saved. Mm-hmm. All makes sense. <laughs> and people started, you know, believing it. And the thing Why? is, is the, the thing that I found interesting, there were a lot of interesting things, but what one of the ideas about these fundamentalists anyway, um, and I'm just saying, only saying what I just saw in the documentary. I'm not, this is not my opinion. I'm just saying. 
She doesn't know anything. I don't know anything, but they think that the earth is going to be scorched. It's going to be just that the earth will burn in a fire. Mm-hmm. And only the the few that have been really um, faithful and um, have obeyed all the rules and had done everything right, they will be part of a little piece of the earth that will branch off and rise up above the burning earth. Mm-hmm. And then after the earth burns, uh, that land and those people will come back and have a beautiful existence. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was, I thought, The weird part? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Because if you continued watching. <laughs> no, I know. I wish that was the weirdest part. Yeah. But there was a, there's a woman on this who married uh, Rulin, and she was let me look at my notes. She was um, I think nineteen, and he was what eighty. She was nineteen, and he was eighty five. Ugh. As crazy as that age difference is, yeah. The only thing you can say is she was of a legal age. I know that's that is really sad. And obviously it wasn't her where she was like, oh, I just I love this man so much. And Yeah. That's a hard part of this series because, you know, you you start out thinking, okay, well, these are some crazy hairdos because they do have some crazy hairdos. What do you mean? <laughs> well, for whatever reason, and I, I would love to know how it got started, but they encouraged, not encouraged, but kind of made the women – like, Do you not see that I've done this to my hair? <laughs> you have the swoop in the front. Yeah. It needs to be a high swoop, which you do have. But then you yeah. have to you have to French braid it in the back. Well. But that does look it does look similar. It swooped. So all the women had um the same hairstyle mm-hmm. and and clothes that, you know, covered like basically head to toe. But the hairdos never changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went through, listen, in the eighties I had some Crazy ass hairdos, but you know you go in and out of it. But these guys, they were like, "No, this is how we we want it to always be." Did you like the outfits? <laughs> they looked comfortable. Did they? Didn't they? It was like pastel little house on the prairie, right? That looks comfortable. Well, it just seems like like puffy shoulders, sort of like and a dress down to your ankle. Well, that was the style in the eighties. But this is recent, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, so the fundamentalists now are, they start basically raising children so they can mm-hmm. marry them, mm-hmm. these young girls. And at one point, the their old guys didn't want to be competing with the young teenagers and would just kick the teenage boys out of the church and put mm-hmm. leave them on the street with nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, uh, it was just, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's not like we're talking about something that happened like in the 1800s right. and never, ever again. This no. is going on. Yeah. Because polygamy is illegal, but apparently it's very hard to prove and also, you have people saying, it's my religion. You can't mm-hmm. tell 
me what my religion is. So mm -hmm. it's difficult. Yeah. This I thought was weird. The I mean, listen, a lot of it was weird. But this woman, Rebecca, when she, you know, was offered up, I guess, to get married. And she said that um, Rulin Jeffs gave her a secret handshake. Mm -hmm. How do you even know what the secret handshake is? Like if somebody gave you a secret handshake, but you didn't know what it was and they were just like doing weird things with your hand, would you be like, ah, I know what this means? Yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, they're asking me to marry them. I would be like, what was that? <laughs> You'd be like, what is going on? I wish they showed the secret handshake. Yeah, because in, remember secret handshakes and it used to be like, you know, you do the high five and you miss it and then you grab each other's ankle and then you shimmy down the... I'm sorry? <laughs> when you had a, when you would make up a handshake with your friends with something like that. You shimmy down the what? You just shimmy your shoulders down. Mm, no, you didn't. I think I ran with a different crowd. <laughs> I think I saw those girls at school that would do handshakes and shimmy down. Yeah. And, and, or they'd be like, like girls that yeah. sat and did that at, at like playtime. At, did, were you one of those girls? Yeah. That you yes. clapped and yes. did the hand. Why? Because then you're in sync with someone and you're both feeling the vibe and it's like, okay, we got understand. it. We're doing it. Okay. I never joined it. I didn't know what people were doing. The <laughs> sab What is it? What is it that you're saying over there? Uh, My mama and pancakes. And <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? In those moments. Uh, now I can't remember any of them because all, all I think about is pancakes. But is it like my mom said that and well, something that's with one of pancakes? Them. My mother and your mother were hanging out close. My mother hit your mother right square in the nose. And you're doing hands Well, like I don't that? know if that's with the hands, but yeah, you're doing something. And someone's braiding your hair. Oh, oh, Miss Susie had a... Uh, Miss Susie a had pancake. a his name was Tiny Tim. She put him in the bathtub to see if he could swim. He drank up all the water. He ate up all the soap. He tried to eat the bathtub, but it wouldn't go down his throat. Miss Susie hey. called the doctor. Miss Susie Okay, but him. why? Because like, what else I do you have to do? You're, you're I would eight. rather be swinging or on the monkey bars <laughs> or chasing people around. I just well, you missed you missed out on a lot of. That's where I wish somebody would come in and be like, "Hey, you might be gay." <laughs> Stop trying to figure it out. You're not. Yeah. You're never gonna want to do this. Yeah. If no, if you're not in the Miss Susie yeah, had a blah, blah blah, and somebody's not yeah. braiding your hair while right. you're doing the da 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 okay. beep boop, then you probably you might be gay. You wish there was just somebody on the playground like, hey, come here. Come Let's here. just cut to you it. You know how you have a bowl haircut and you <laughs> wet your pants and you're running around climbing monkey bars? <laughs> I mean, it would save you a lot of heartache. Yeah. Don't worry about it. There's a bunch of flies following you around. Why are flies? Well, because I've wet my pants. All the time? I, I wet my pants a lot, yeah. Was there a reason or was it just like... Just what one that's no, there's Tig being oh, Tig. Um, you know, like I just uh, you didn't care, I or you didn't plan ahead. Do. I had things to do, I didn't plan ahead. <laughs> I was too far out in the woods. You were you like, know, yeah, who cares? Smoking cigarettes. Oh, my, I, I like that you're old enough to smoke cigarettes, but you're still 
wetting your pants? I wasn't old enough to smoke cigarettes. Why are you yelling still... at me? You just said well, that. Well, because you're upsetting me. <laughs> you, you just said that about yourself, and then I repeat it, and you're like, oh. Well, I wasn't old enough to smoke cigarettes. I was still a little child, probably like seven, smoking and wetting my pants. Well, you were smoking cigarettes at seven years old? Yeah. Where do you even get a cigarette? My mother. Did she know? She didn't know. You would sneak she them. She didn't know. No, the Seven. Whole, the whole house smelled like smoke, so I could just walk around in my room and just smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it was a different time, wasn't it? it really? Yes, it like, was. Like your dad smoking. My dad would smoke in the car with all the windows up. It's yeah. like, no, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I really, I like that we're really It's hard to talk about it's this It's hard stuff, to talk about. So it's hard to talk about. You should watch the series and then please, we ask for forgiveness. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to barrel through it. Okay. Some some of it. Okay. So we have to take oh, a break. For... <laughs> and on. then we will be back as ba- Cheryl. To barrel. Bar- <gasps> we should call you Cheryl Beryl Hines. No, I did have people. When I was growing up, people would call me Cheryl Beryl. Why? Because <laughs> it rhymes. Cheryl Beryl. But was there anything about your personality or were you shaped like Mm-mm. a barrel or? No, it just rhymed. Although they did call me... <laughs> French fry toes in high school because my toes are very long. Oh, I get it. <laughs> no need to explain. They weren't the like fat. Well, they're long and, you know. Right, but and... there's different kinds of French fries. Well, no, they weren't like home fries. <laughs> Whole home fry toes. <laughs> or what about fries. waffle fries? Were your toes like waffles? <laughs> They never call me waffle fry toes. Okay. We will be back with we'll be back. Beryl Hines <sighs> as she Cheryl's through the series. Yes. Okay. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back on we're back. Tig and Barrel. Tig, oh, Tig, oh, Rig and Cherry. <laughs> One of our listeners started calling us Rig and Cherry, and it seems to be sticking. Oh. Okay, here's what happened. So this mm-hmm. guy, Rulin, died, mm-hmm. even though he told everyone, I'm never going to die. I am a prophet. I'm never going to die. And then he died, and, and in the, in the um, documentary, people were like, it was weird. That day, you know, we went to the cemetery and we kept waiting for something to happen he was gonna get up he was gonna uh, rise up or something and they said and it it just never nothing happened because he was dead yeah because he was dead and then um one of one of his sons warren decided he was gonna take over and um his motto was work hard for the privilege of working hard mm-hmm. it's not a great motto it doesn't even mean what does that mean I don't he know. He could have, uh, huh? I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to know, Tig. No. 
this is when Warren, he banned denim. He banned printed dresses. Good. He banned the color red. Makes sense. And now you did have to wear long underwear under everything and the elaborate braids. I love long underwear. Well, yeah, of course, when it's your choice and it's... Or I'm in a cabin. If you're in your cabin, yeah. these guys weren't... These guys... No. And so there was a guy named Sam Brower who was a private investigator and a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And he read a story about Warren kicking out hundreds of boys mm-hmm. from the FLDS. And he started getting involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was a very sweet woman, Ruby... When she was younger, she had a crush on this other guy, yeah. Joe, and they were very sweet. And then it came time for her to get married, and Warren would decide who everyone would marry. Yeah. And they weren't assigned to each other. And at some point, she tried to run away. He went to go get her, and what happened? Uh, that's it. They, that's the story. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. You heard it straight from Beryl Hines. I'm sure I didn't do it justice. Okay. Frantically barreling through. Okay, here. So then at some point, the Olympics were coming to Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. And Warren said to the fundamentalists there, we have got to leave here because the world is going to end when the Olympics get here. Can I just say that all of these ideas sound made up by children? I know. Like no correlation to anything. Just like, um, we got to go because the world's going to end when the Olympics are over. And it's weird that it's like, oh, my God. Okay. It's hard to understand, but it is so like fantastic. Yeah. And part of the earth is going to lift up. Yeah. And if you've been really listening to what I've been saying, uh-huh. you'll be on the flying part of the earth. Yes. And if you haven't, need I say more? Yes. And then there was a really sweet guy. Uh, what was his name? Who was the sweet? Oh, Mike oh, Watkiss, the journalist. Mm-hmm. Who was like, there are polygamists out there and we're, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And people felt like, okay, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Let them do their thing. It's, they're not hurting anybody. Yes, they were. And then he started interviewing some of the young women who had left the church. Mm-hmm. So then now people are really taking interest. Yeah. The, what are they? Lawmake? No. Law, no. Uh, law? What are they? What are police officers called? <laughs> Like sheriffs, like people that are enforcing law enforcement. Mm-hmm. The law enforcement is really looking and they're like, if there's something going on, we're going to get to the bottom of it. And wait, so before this like 2000, whatever it was. Yeah. No <laughs> way to know. People mm-hmm. didn't know or weren't concerned about what was going on. Well, from what I could gather, and I'm, I, I wish we had one other person here who knew anything about this. But what I could gather is that these are the extremists, right? Yes, so, yeah. So so there's there are a lot of Mormons who believe that polygamy is wrong and mm-hmm. they are not involved in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And that's right. what my friend, she was raised yeah. in. So I think yeah. most people had no idea it was happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Is, was that what you... I guess. I just... I didn't know. I wasn't sure if people... Like on the inside, did some Mormons know? Oh yeah, I have. I know it's a good question. Are... I mean, I, I imagine it's like any sort of um, 
It's like the Catholic priests, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure nobody can fathom that in the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. But then you think, well, somebody somewhere must have known something. And I'm sure plenty don't and then plenty do. Right. It's the same thing of like, I always think where when there's a a scandal in Hollywood and everybody's like, Mm. they assume that everybody that works in Hollywood or Los Angeles knows that that person was stealing or lying or cheating or abusing. Right. Some people know. Some people know. Others don't. (laughs) You know, it's not like you just live in this zip code and you... And you either know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I agree. Sometimes it's like, oh my god, I had no idea. And people are like, yes, you did. Yeah, people are like, how did you not know? And you're like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. I nobody told me. I how did know. I know? So they ended up charging one of the Mormon police officers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they charged him for having an underage bride, mm-hmm. and they put him in jail. And then Warren went on the lamb. Mm-hmm. Not with the B, just L A M. Yeah, he went on. It's one of the things that I've learned from this uh, hosting this show. Not that I ever thought it was he somebody would get on a lamb, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know what it meant. I thought it meant like quietly, like quietly, quiet speaking. like a lamb. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. So it's you thought not... being on the lamb meant <laughs> was like maybe on your sh- tiptoes. And your little lamb hooves. Like little t- yeah, like you're acting you're acting like a an innocent lamb. Do lambs have cloven hooves? Oh. Or do they Thomas? just have a hoof? They don't have cloven. That's like a goat because they're on rocks. Wow. Well, I, I to- don't I don't I Those are like rock climbing goats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, pigs have cloven hooves. They don't climb oh. anything. It's not like we gotta get these <laughs> shiftless lazy animals. Cloven hooves in case they do want to... Um, Climb something? Yeah. They do have cloven hooves. Oh. Okay. Well, all of a sudden, who <laughs> looks really stupid now? It's you. <laughs> How can I look stupid? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, why, do they, why are they cloven? Who knows? The good Lord wanted them to be? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. That's how they were made. And why do I have uh, long toes? Nobody knows. Anyway. French fries. So Warren went into hiding. And for him to go into hiding, he starts wearing like cargo shorts and t-shirts, like blending in. And he had his, you know, the girls or women that were with him, they wore regular clothes. I mean, that's not usually what happens. That's how somebody blends in. Well, no. You do what you and I have Always oh, talked about. Yeah. We have separate ideas. You're going to gain a lot you of weight. You quadruple in size. And then you grow a beard. <laughs> you put on a crooked wig. You head into the swamps. The swamps. Yes. With a lamb. I'm going into the uh, woods and forest mm-hmm. in Colombia. Although I have to get on a flight to get there. But it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, he's, on the, he's on the lamb. Then he goes to Texas. Mm-hmm. Because they're looking for him in Utah. Yeah. And he decides to build a giant temple. Yes. So he he told everybody he was, there's a place called Zion and it's heaven on earth mm-hmm. and only the chosen few are going to go. And he started bringing people to this location and they were working. There's one of the things that I learned that's 
was sad is that the Mormons, they would have their kids just doing free labor, mm-hmm. working hard from the time that they're one of the one of the girls and the one of the women in the documentary said that um, her education was from second grade to fourth grade. Me too. Take, but you, that was my choice. Right. With your little cigarettes and your wet pants. That's <laughs> so sad. Uh, anyway, so so then there is a woman, one of the wives, who started to figure it all out. Hmm. She was trying to figure out where Zion was. And she had this whole little investigation going on with herself. Hmm. Is that a thing? Um, Do you want to hear how she figured stuff out? Yes. Okay, listen to this. I kind of had suspected where it was. I took note one day before my husband, Lyle, left. He didn't say where he was going. And I wrote down the mileage on his vehicle. And then I wrote down the mileage when he got back. And I did a circumference on the map. I went, aha, it's here, here, or here. (laughs) Then I started noticing the color of mud on his vehicle. I went, okay, that cancels that one out, and that cancels that one out. Okay, it's got to be here. (laughs) I knew that Zion was in Texas. I mean, that was really smart. It was, but how do you know what color mud is in I different places? But she did. I mean, I guess there's red mud and brown mud. and I mean, because Utah's that has the red, it has all that red, mud. like, clay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but can I tell you something? Please. Warren, after his father died, yeah. and he decided to become the new prophet, hmm. he then married the women that his father was married to. So he married his mothers. Mothers. Okay. That's not a red flag for anybody. I feel like the entire situation was covered in red flags. One giant red flag. Red mud. Red mud, red flags. (sighs) So when Warren is now in Texas, nobody really knows where he is, but the people back in Utah have to work to send him money, cash, Mm-hmm. And they would do whatever they had to do, work really hard to make cash. Mm-hmm. And then they would take giant tomato cans, yes. like canned tomatoes, and then they would empty out the tomatoes and then they would put like $300,000 in cash in the tomato cans and seal them up. And I just wondered if you're pulled over yeah, and the authorities – are sifting through your things and they're like, yeah. oh, nothing to see here. Just a bunch of sealed <laughs> shut, lightweight cans of tomatoes. Well, that is a, it is a good question. Was there a giant truck of, were there of empty were, sealed cans of tomatoes? Or were some of them did really have to, that's a, and honestly, I was thinking, what did they do with all the tomatoes that they emptied out? Did that cross your mind? I thought, I hope they didn't waste this. I don't yeah, like wasting I was, food. I hope it's a salsa. Are you a food waster? I know. My mom, you know, was always like, don't waste food. Yeah, you can't waste food. Um, okay, so 
at one point, okay, now we are, we're now we're, this is it. Okay. At one point, Warren Jeffs mm-hmm. is arrested. Yeah. Because he got on the, the top 10 wanted list. Yeah. And uh, his brother was pulled over on the highway and the law enforcers realized, oh, this is the same last name as the guy we're looking for. And then they looked in the back seat. And there he is. And there's cuckoo pants and his cargo shorts. And it's like, oh, my God. And yeah. that's how they found him. Yeah. Turns out the disguise of having cargo pants didn't work because they just <laughs> looked back there and they're like, oh, there he is. Oh, that's your face. Yeah. Like the no, cargo, the cargo shorts did not help as much as he thought they would. Whereas, like nobody's gonna think it's me. How'd you know it's me? I have these <laughs> cargo shorts on. Oh gosh. Okay, so now uh, he's arrested. He has a trial in Utah, and you know now there are women that are willing to testify, at least one to testify against him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was found guilty and sentenced to ten years. He was found guilty of. Uh, what was he found guilty of? Everything. Abetting, oh, a com- an accomplice to rape, mm. which is just so <sighs> beyond disgusting. And then at one point, the Texas police, they were like, Mm-mm, this is not happening in our state. Mm-hmm. They had permission to raid Zion, the temple, and it was a big place, and they they found clearly that there were young girls that were being abused, mm-hmm. and they had actual records of it because they broke into the vault that Warren Jeffs had made, and it was just it. By the time you get to this part of the series. of the series, you're just like burning in anger mm-hmm. at this guy. Mm-hmm. Warren was charged in Texas and sentenced to over 100 years in prison. He had 78 wives and 24 of them were underage. But what a, one of the things that I did love was the woman that testified against him said, you know, it's interesting that women were the ones that were being treated as property and second-class citizens, yet it was a woman who had to take him down. Right. It was like, yeah, we're not blaming anybody, but God, where were the guys? How was this all, like you're saying, how is this? Hey, but so the point is, once you get to this part of it, you're just like, oh my God, I'm going to. And now Warren is in prison. He still runs the church from prison, releasing revelations from behind bars. I mean. And there are still thousands of FLDS members. How on earth? I don't know. And is it just that they don't have access to streaming services? <laughs> that they haven't seen I this? Don't... And they're just like... Well, that is a good question. He's innocent. He's innocent. Right. Uh, you know, I got to be in my bonnet over this. He is innocent. And um... I guess they... If that's what you're told and you don't know anything else, then I guess that's what you think and you believe. Wouldn't you lose faith? I would have, after the first guy said, I'm never going to die, and then he died, it would be like, oh. Yeah, I wouldn't even sign up for a guy. I thought that. Cheryl, I thought you'd it'll... be on board with that? The guy saying, I'm never going to die? Would I be on? <laughs> no. You would I You would be following him going, okay, this is my guy. Okay, if he said it. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I would. Then he dies. I personally wouldn't. But also, if you grow up in that, I mean, you know, I grew up Catholic. We would go to church every Sunday and we'd say the same prayers over and over. Braggadocious alert! <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and you don't even know there are other options when you're little. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, this is what everybody does. Yeah. You know, so you just don't know. So, I don't know. Um, Tig, that's, that's... That's that. We left out a lot of specific gory details. I know, because I can't. It's hard. It's hard to talk about. It's it's a very interesting, informative, unsettling documentary. I'm yeah. glad I have the information. It's too. I don't want to yeah. be the person delivering this information right. if you're not ready for it. Because if like if you're just if you're Aiden and you're vacuuming and you're just having a good day, this is too much. Or brandy. Or brandy. Tig. Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yes, very much. Okay. It's time for our happily ever after thoughts where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not. No. But but so angry. Yeah. <clears throat> and so it's so sad and it's... and crazy making and anger making. I know. Um who are you attracted to? I feel like we should have a pass on this. We can one. have a pass, you know. I mean, the sweet guy that was the journalist. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Him. The or the the detective, the guy, the bounty who, hunter. Yeah, who had John Wayne behind him. He did have a framed picture of John Wayne in his office. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So we've got. We can fight the- over those. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Okay. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Street Gang, how we got to Sesame Street on HBO Max. Tig, I mean, as a palate cleanser, should we do some true fan mail? Yes, please. Okay. Oh, we got a couple of emails about my love for the flag girls in living color. I mean, everybody, I would think. Okay. Okay. Nicole writes, hey, Nicole. Hey, Nicole, hey. Hey, Hey, ladies, hey. Just listen to the J-Lo episode and what if the two universes of Cheryl collided and she did audition for In Living Color and her audition was the dance she did for Damon Wayans with the fake hat Michael Jackson crotch grabbed and (laughs) hee-hee. Imagining Cheryl as one of the black girls. (laughs) <laughs> doing that dance makes me giggle p.s paula abdul was a laker girl oh not a fly girl oh in my mind oh rosie perez was a fly girl oh love you both i did not know that did I you did know that e- i didn't know much about fly girls <laughs> oh that would have been a good dance to audition with um okay mary writes hey mary hey mary, hey. Hey. hey cheryl tig cheryl tig Hey, Cheryl and Tig. Hey, I also loved In Living Color and thought I'd share a memory that Cheryl might relate to. When a skit would end and the Fly Girls would come on to dance, my roommate and I would jump up and dance around. Yes, we totally wanted to be Fly Girls. My roommate could kind of pull it off. Me, not so much. (laughs) Anyway, I thought it was just kind of us loonies who would do this. But learned otherwise when the show aired a PSA that I remembered went something like this. Wayne's brother. These are the fly girls. 
Cut to Fly Girls dancing in an amazing fashion. Wayne's brother, this is you. Cut to some girl who could have been me awkwardly flailing arms and legs. (laughs) It was then I realized that we weren't the only ones that danced around our living rooms looking like fools. Anyway, thanks for the reminder about a great show and my roomie and I having fun being ridiculous. Oh, that's sweet. That is true. Mm. That's what I did when the Fly Girls came on. You jumped up. Mm, I jumped I'm up. Sure and... it's the same kind of person that wanted to be a fly girl that was also going. <laughs> My Susie. mama said that your mama does this thing about the clap, Miss clap, Susie clap. Had a... <laughs> Listen, you guys, we really love hearing from you. Follow us on social media. We have an Instagram account. Just look we up do. Tig and Cheryl True Store. We have Twitter. We have a what else? We have MySpace. My. <laughs> We've got a MySpace. We're only on MySpace. You can only find <laughs> us on MySpace. What is happening with MySpace? I don't Does know. That is that exist? is that even still around? Who knows? It's like Blackberries. There's no way to know. Remember Blackberries? I'm opening up my MySpace account on my Blackberry right now just to see <laughs> if if my beeper goes off. Yeah. I did enjoy having a beeper. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh, somebody needs me. Oh my Stat. gosh, I got to pull the car over and find a payphone <laughs> fast and hope I have a quarter. Tig, do you have anything to promote? I do. I'm going to be in Beaver Creek, Colorado on August 2nd, Basalt, Colorado, August 3rd, Vancouver, August 5th, and Victoria, August 6th, and Honolulu, August 12th. That's nice. Yeah, I'm going to be around. Okay. Oh, and also I have another podcast. It's called Don't Ask Tig. Don't Ask Tig. You give good advice? No. Unsolicited. No, solicited. It's solicited, but it's, you know. Oh, you know what? I'm also going to be in um, Delaware. I don't know where in Delaware, but it's a small state. It's so small. You'll be able to just Google Delaware and Tig and you'll find it. November 4th. I'll be okay. there. But also, I just want to remind people that things are popping up here and there in life and dates and shows get changed. So please check with tignotaro.com and check with the venues and just make sure so nobody's upset if anything has changed. Okay. I also have a book. It's called um, okay. I'm Just a Person. And also, if you want to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, you can on HBO. You can watch Flight Attendant. Attendant. on hbo max you can follow me on instagram underscore cheryl hines okay listen so sexy that is so sexy should we do it again yes yes let's do it again it all started when tig and cheryl met in the mid 2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines hi cheryl i'm tig notaro should we do a podcast about documentaries yes a podcast about documentaries this is microphone on five furious frogs fiddling faintly furious frogs fiddling faintly five furious frogs faintly i am the first ever podcast and tick and cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps let's get started i'm so ready tig and cheryl true story that was a headgum podcast that was a headgum podcast